This week is the continued conversation with my good friend Jesse, so deal with it. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Nobody got a picture. You know, it's just me being like, I did that. I did that for our station. I didn't leave our tote by the door for somebody to salvage all of those CDs of, what was it, Nickelback and... <laughs> Oh, speak, oh, speaking of Nickelback of CDs, that... uh, I'm going to interrupt you real quick because you said Nickelback no, we... CDs. I just recently found... They were cassettes at first before they sent us CDs, if you remember. We didn't know if that band was even going to launch because the first promo they sent us were cassettes. And we yeah. were like, really? It was yeah. a good thing that their music didn't completely suck. Oh, it did, but it was, well. I was gonna say, depending on your taste, but some yeah. people were super excited. Yeah, uh, but I just found uh, them just and to, Orgy. Um, well, Orgy was debatable too, but I just recently found unopened, sealed, still in the plastic, Nickelback hey, CDs with what kind? Uh, Nickelback CDs. From the Funky Monkey, with the Funky Monkey little sticker on it. Do you remember the cease and assist for Eminem stuff that we had happen? Yes. Yes. Um, I, I remember that quite well. I remember, Somebody uh, almost got terminated for not surrendering a disc because the count was off. And then the, uh, our, the director of the radio station, the very malleable, young, experienced, solely by hands-on training no no academic training um aptly said you could tell that there wasn't good synergy between them and our promotions manager could you have counted wrong in the first place (laughs) right in the middle of the meeting didn't you know didn't take them aside right right in the meeting uh you you probably counted wrong. I still was like, wow. Well, I I see what they were trying to do is kind of throw that one person under the bus to kind of bite time in order to figure out what's going on rather than be like, okay, we're pointing the fingers. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we all can, uh, you know, we've all like counted wrong from time to time. Um, so, I mean... That's you know with the new like I don't know. Uh, yes, an error could be made. An yeah. error could be made. Anybody that's done auditing knows they catch people making mistakes all the time. Hell, they yeah. catch people doing stuff on purpose. All look, look yeah. at the people in accounting. Are they 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 can spot embezzlement. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just like people can make mistakes. I make and mistakes counting all the time. I mean, because, you know, by, if I miscount, I just chalk it up to, I just look at them and like, look, I only have 10 fingers. And they just, you know, you know and they just look at me and like, really? And I was like, look, I, math and I are, are uh, you know, we're estranged divorcees. We don't work well together. So, and, yeah. and people just kind of laugh at that. And then I was just like, well, let me recount it. And I recount it. And, um, but yeah, same. but humility. I think that's one of the components there is acknowledging. Oh, no, he, yeah, but he was a robot. You're not flawless because some of the people we worked with were not humble. I was one of them. I was not humble at all. I walked in. They there. were not. 
They were not humble. They were very much um, predators of the media animal kingdom. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, there's, but there's also the people like when I worked there, I walked in with, like, I'm a superstar, you know, mentality. Like, I, man, I, I was, I tried to like basically come off as the rock star. And, you know, I thought it, like at the time it worked out, but, you know, at the same time, you know, it was, um, you know, I would, I would not do different, you know, things differently then, but. It's part of the reason some people had a hard time integrating with you because they thought your standard was so high, they wouldn't be able to resonate. Exactly. And, and, you know, it was like, to, but, you know, it was. The time was then, and unfortunately, thing yeah. But I mean, I worked there, geez, until they moved the whole office. I, I went, you know, I was working there for with the you know the morning show and um, everything like that. So I mean, like I after, I think out like we all left, and then I went back, and then I was I was told my job was going to be held for me until I got back from my study abroad in Europe. Mm -hmm. management changed and I got a notice that I was fired however I would be welcome to interview and potentially reinstate but guess what that did to my um, shares and my um, what do you call it seniority they just shit on all of it I'd have to start all over oh yeah and then the the shares that I had in the company instead of giving me um, a portion I kept it for a long time, and then finally when I was cleaning my stuff out, I was like, you know what? That chapter's done. I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> Got rid of it. But it pissed me off because they sent me a letter. And this was I, – I I had friends that because I had my letter stating that my position was going to be held, I foolishly saw my letter and was like, oh, okay, I got my letter, and I didn't keep it. I was um, like, oh, I got it, and I should have kept it. Hindsight, you know, uh, hindsight. I was like, oh, I got it. Okay, good. I'll have my job when I come back. Nope. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. So, mm-hmm. well, in that case, I think I think in the case of the radio station, hindsight was four twenty. So, <laughs> for some, I wasn't into that, but <laughs> well, just I mean, you know, I I'm just like for the for the sake of that radio station because no matter what you said everything was a little blurry a little was a little off it was subject oh, to yeah. change and and completely the context was shifted according to what they needed done at the exactly. time exactly i mean let's just put it this way when they like i took you know the position you know to do the morning show and then i i got morphed into like eight positions uh like there was a point in time when that radio station was being run by three people Oh yeah, yeah, I know. And it was it was the one program per, or what like well three paid people. There's a program director, the promotions per guy, and then myself. Well, and then before you though, there was um, the production person. Yeah. The director and promotions. Yeah, but but the, you you took the production person's job, right? I I was a production assistant person, but I was doing the morning show local. What was my title? Morning show local producer. I mean, I think it was, See, I was gone before there was a morning show. Yeah, I was. I was there when it was still just 
music. And that, music, yeah, 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 we had Lex and Terry in the morning. Um, and, you know, so I was there every, every Monday through Friday at 3 a.m., you know, getting ready to, you know, to play the morning show. Um, and then I would be there until 6 o'clock in the after, you know, at night working on, um, cause, like a lot of the radio stations in the nineties, we had the people that call in and like leave voice, you know, the, all those voicemails and stuff. I don't remember if you remember those. Like I was the guy that had to go through every single yep, one you had of to those. Filter the calls and make notes. Well, no, I was the guy that, and I had to go through and edit them. So I had to mm-hmm. listen to each one of them like three hundred times, and it's always the same. It seemed like it was the same, like junior high, uh, early high school. Uh, middle school, you know, girls calling in um, and saying the same thing over and that over again. That was me. What are you talking about? Um, I don't think it was you, um, but it could have been. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of that. And then when they came in and no, said, "Hey, we're moving," I'm gonna everybody. be honest. Once they canned me, I was just done with the station. <laughs> I like well. The thing is, I liked a lot of the music, and so mm-hmm. and like I made I had benefited from um, hours upon hours of sitting there at, at the station when nobody was there in the morning, and mm-hmm. I had found in the storage closet uh, all the um, all their old weekly. I think they were the four twenty solutions. Their half hour mixes, and I copied them all. Yep. Um, I think all like seven thousand of them. And, uh, you know, and I was like, these are good music. I know I'm never going to like, I can't give them away. I can't, we, you know, play them. One anywhere. of my favorite things was listening to the demos when they came in. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. They, I mean, they mainly had one guy that did most of them, but at the same time, there were some really good ones and there are some really bad ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I got all the ones that didn't even have the, call sign like the funky monkey they put that in every so often so you couldn't steal them like i had the copies without that so oh that's cool so it's even like they're you know i guess it's unbranded if you want to be in the uh the media uh, industry but yeah it was that's what i like you know and i you know right now i think they're on my phone right now like half of them are um just because you know if you put i'm a huge proponent of uh you know, putting your phone on shuffle and if you don't like all your music then it shouldn't be there and so when you're listening to you know music i'm listening to like yesterday i was driving to um i just went to the mall real quick to you know target and it was um it went from uh like a bossa nova cover of uh guns and roses to the uh to a weird 90s techno song I don't know I think I got it from one of our you know friends that's no longer with us to um to like one of the 420 solutions which you know obviously started out with Eminem because everything started out with Eminem in the you know in the early 2000s and it was just like oh I haven't heard this for a while and then I thought it was just the song and then it went into like the whole you know mix and I was like just you know, I sat in my car for you know twenty minutes listening to it because you know they're all half an hour long, and you know that you know just the just the music and everything like that 
took me back to, um, you know, those times and, you know, cause I don't remember all those times. I mean, think about all the time that we went out in the, you know, the truck and, you know, all those events that we did and, um, yeah, it makes me, uh, it makes me cringe at times and then it makes me smile at <laughs> others. Yeah, yeah, I I would say that. I mean, it's just <laughs> I kind of miss it. I mean, like if if I was an adult, like if I was like able to make decent money, I would go back and do it again. Like right now, uh, but unfortunately, you have to be like eighteen and or I guess it's twenty one now because you know you have to go to bars and then you know you have to have no bills whatsoever because you you're not going to make any money. But, you know, if I could get away with it, I would go back and do it again. Right now. I'd be the old guy pushing, you know, new music. Is that a thing? Well, if you think about it, like, for say I went to, like, what, yeah, one of the the newer rock, like the, I guess it would be the active rock stations, and new, you know, like the people that are doing it are, you know, college kids. Or, you know, like, you know, uh, I'm getting college credit to be here, you know, type of people. And then there's, you know, and then I would just be like, yep, bye. You know, I'm, I'm old enough to be your, your, your dad. Um, let's hang out. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not, it's not a, um, it's not something that would be lucrative or they would really look at, like, they would be happy because I, you know, I have a clean driving record and, um, you know, experience doing it, but at the same time, you know, the amount of money they'd have to pay me, they're not going to pay me. Um, so. Well, a sustaining income is not really yeah. something that that job promised ever. It was more that like a, a glorified volunteer position. Well, yeah, I gas mean, and gas and lunch were covered, but you couldn't really pay bills. I I think I paid bills just because I was always, I was always just picking up hours. I was always doing something, you know, for it. So I had to work other jobs while I worked there. Yeah, I was not paid enough. I'm trying to think if I was working another job. I don't think I was. I I did. I towards the end I did for a while. Um, I, I, think I was a subcontractor. For my other, um, my prior uh, professional skill set before I, I jumped into radio, I was working at Taco Hell. Um, oh, that's right, you and, were. Um, Taco Hell actually happened after I came back, to be specific, mm -hmm. after I came back from Europe because I had student loans and fees that I had to repay because while I saved for the trip, um, I, I let loose a little bit the last couple weeks I was there. Mm -hmm. And, and instead of keeping, I don't know if many people back then paid in advance on their credit card. So I had an unusual thing where I had like a positive balance on my credit, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah. No, I, I did that all the time. And then, um, when, when I was getting ready to leave, then I started to think of all the people I wanted to get stuff for. 
before I came home. Yeah. Because uh, that didn't start until I was coming home. And believe it or not, it wasn't France, because this is prior, this is pre-Euro, too. This was when it was still uh, francs, and um, the pound sterling was still just the pound sterling. Yeah. So there was a couple of things I got in Heathrow Airport, because I didn't, I didn't set foot outside of Heathrow in England, so technically I've been to England, but I haven't been outside of the airport. So it, it is a place I get the opportunity to go back to. I would totally love to uh, see England, then with a lot of my interest not to digress, but those places that I would like to see just because of uh, my own historical interest, not necessarily um, like the traditional. There are some places that, yes, that are traditional uh, UK sites that I would like to see, but um, there's just things that I, I have an interest in seeing that are probably a little more obscure, like places where authors um, townships, villages that the, t the author is from, um, where people hailed out of to be able to see the what's left, if you will, of the countrysides or the or the little bays or inlets or whatever you know that that they spoke of in, in writings and whatnot. So probably boring for some, but when I picked up things at the airport, uh, wow that stuff was so much more expensive. And uh, again, pre-conversion apps and all this stuff, you're having to figure in your head, okay, if I pay this much, it's gonna be this much more on the dollar plus whatever taxes or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, when I looked at my charges when I got home, the shit that I got in England was nuts because it was like, almost once and a half some like the flight in with the food that I got when I arrived was not as expensive as the food that I got on my way out. So that that rate fluctuation was nuts how it changed. I didn't ever pay attention to um, financial rates like like I did until I traveled. Yeah. Because it was the difference between getting an Americano and being able to get a, a, a latte or cappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you just give me the drip. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, see, you're talking about, oh, I want to go to, you know, see where these people were and lived and experienced. And, uh, like, I have a... I want to hike and, and see nature, you know, not just city. Yeah. Like, I have... Uh, Recently, actually, a couple of days ago, I got an invite from one of my friends who uh, lives right outside. Well, they classified it across the water from Liverpool. And <laughs> he's like, yeah, come and hang out. And I was like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, we'll go to all the all the pubs and restaurants. I'm like, okay, that sounds like fun to me. But at the same time, it's like, I know that there's so much, you know, like more. Like to me, it's like, like when I would, you know, there's... I have friends on both sides of the like just England itself, both sides of England, and they're like, yeah, come and. But it's like talking to both of them. Like one of them lives in, in a small little seaside town, and he's like, yeah, come out and we'll drive around in the middle of nowhere and you know have fun. And 
And then, yeah, for him, it would be like, we'd be on motorcycles, and the other guy's like, yeah, we'll take the train everywhere, and you can see stuff. I'm like, yeah, like, both sound exciting to me, but at the same time, I don't I don't even have the money to put gas in my gas tank at the moment. So, um, you know, it's... You know, well, <laughs> talk to them, set a, set a goal. I mean, that's one of the things how I got where I... Well, to be 100% honest, I asked if there were trips at, you know, because uh, the college that we went to, only at the time that we were enrolled, and I went to the the um, international services, um, no, the international student union, I think is what it was called. Mm-hmm. But um, they only went to Italy and Australia. Oh, that's right. That, that was your choices, Italy or Australia, and they were working on uh, an Asian trip to go to China or Japan, but it wasn't in the works. And I wrote my name on a post-it because it was like the third time I'd gone in. I wrote my name on a post-it and I put it on the lady's desk who was, because I I was like, who is the person that's in charge of all of this stuff for our campus? Not the assistant, not this, that, that person. And I got to meet, I forgot her name now, but I got to meet her and I said, if a trip to France, specifically Paris, the countryside would still be cool, but specifically Paris, here's my number. Don't waste emails, and they still sent me stuff. And then I walked in and told them, please do not send me anything about Italy or Australia. I am not wasting my time or money to go somewhere and invest in something that isn't what I want. So then they stopped sending me email. Then I get a phone call, a voicemail message one day, and it was funny because I had had a kind of a meh day at school and a shit shift. And then I get this voicemail that says, you know, this is the woman that's the, the lead person for the international studies, and a very unusual thing just happened. Uh, we were included as a selected school for the College Consortium of Washington to our campus was included to offer students a trip to France, Paris, France. And I shit you not, this was like two or three months after I put it there. And it was funny because she said, I've been here for like five or six, five or six years straight this curriculum for travel has not changed. And I said, okay, then my number will collect dust and I'll come back in next fall and give you a new one. But in the meantime, just keep it. And she she said that the irony, and it was one of the things when I look back about projecting your outcome, um, that was one of those things that I really was like, how much of that was me driving that because I didn't have to tell her that I didn't have to be that pushy and she really tempted me I was very close to because I was like Italy is right next to France the language isn't that different I had already studied French in high school I was like I could I could probably catch on to the Italian well enough because it's Latin based to to get by and then pop over to France um, on spring break and uh, I really started to think about it at one point, and then I was like, "No, keep your eye on the prize." And my gosh, I am so glad I did, 
and I went and um, that was the time period that I get canned from the radio station from Funky Monkey because that was I was promised a job when I got back and then they canned me and then I ended up getting a job at Taco Hill but uh, you know you want to travel just you know I guess make make a goal know know what you know what it is you you want to do I, I, I don't see it impossible especially if you get people on different coasts or different you know parts of the UK that you can go see I mean that's that's always something I've always wanted to do is be able to travel. I was three classes away from graduating with international business uh, as well as my communications. I could have finished double major and um, I was just ready to be done with school. And then my advisor told me, oh, the three class option has now changed. And um, you got to take these two other classes. So it would have been five classes to finish with the international business. Yeah. And it pissed me off because I was like, you said three and now it's five. And they said, well, this and that changed. And I was like, what about grandfathered in or retro? Um, because I signed on here. I didn't sign on this fall. You've got my transcript right there. You can see everything. Yeah. They don't care. Mm mm. Anyway, it pissed me off, and I was just like, mm. and then I got married, and I kept hearing people finishing their bachelor's or finally getting approved for their master's, and all starting to, you know, they'd been married for three or four years or two years. And now they're looking at divorce because they're so immersed in their profession and they don't, they don't connect with their partner. They don't have anything in common. They're seeing all these other people that they work with all the time and much more, you know, engaged with what they were doing and, or people that were just so stuck in their career that family was not, not an option and not on the plate. And I, you know, I'd been there, you know, um, back when you met me, um, that was very much my thing. That's part of the reason that I was willing to be in an open, <laughs> kind of unhealthy, uh, an open relationship with the person I, I was uh, seeing at the time, because um, I didn't want hardcore commitment. I wanted to be able to just shift when I was ready to shift. You know, I didn't want to be stuck with anybody or, and I was, uh, you know, that really crappy mental I had to wrap my head around from being somebody's uh, I don't know if it's it's not infatuation it's a yeah, they had a freaking shrine for me which well, was creepy yeah, that, as that, well. that was I, I guess it, I, probably you was infatuation but yeah I well it's like to me it's like an unhealthy or it's like they were stalking me and I didn't know they were stalking until I saw the pictures and yeah. um, really creepy. I don't know how else to say it. It's just oh, really. Yeah. That person, let's, let's say, I, I hung out with that, the, the, this, this person and we went to, they uh, could be very fun. Yeah. No, they could be. Like, we went to wild waves together. Let's put it this way. Um, at that time. When you were a lifeguard. 
Yeah, well, because it was like, because I was a lifeguard until 2002. <clears throat> so, in that short time, um, I, you know, I mean, I got free tickets. So, like, I could go to, I could go to the, you know, the water park free. And that's the only reason mm-hmm. we went. Um, because, I mean, it's middle of the summer. Both of us weren't working. We figured, yeah, what? let's go. And mm-hmm. the level of no, I heard about this because they talked about how how awesome you were. You really set points with them. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> the level of creepiness that oozed out of him while we were there was um, disturbing. Now that I look back at it, you know, like I didn't think of much of it, but as I got older and more aware of. Um, you know, the proper way to act and, and, you know, not to say things and all the other things and, you know. Um, well, he was something like six or eight years older than me. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm already a couple of years older than you, so he's had to be pushing around ten years older than you, right? Um, I think so. I, I don't know. I, I don't... Yeah. I, I mean, it's... It, it's... I thought he was more our age when I met him. So it really kind of rocked me that he was that much older. And I didn't believe him. And he actually showed me his ID. Yeah. You know. Oh, I knew uh, I knew he was I knew he was older. He, he was that older guy. But at the same time, it, it, you know, like, I was like, okay, cool. You know, we, you know, we all get along. No big deal. But drop me like a hot rock over an 18-year-old. And that's the part that really pissed me off because... That person went to school with one of my nieces, which grossed me out to no end. Because I said to my niece, I was like, this girl, I think, goes to your school. And she goes, oh, that's not all she goes. And I was like, well, I had a feeling because, and then I told her, and she was like, you're kidding me. He dropped you for that? I said, well, she's 18 now. And she goes, (laughs) she laughed. Yeah, that that was the kind of the, the scenario, at, you know, at the water park. We were just like, you know, he's like, I wonder how old she is. I was like, dude, she's like 12. You know, and it's it was kind of one of those scenarios that made me just, you know, like. Um, for the well, wa- it made me feel really gross because people always guessed me to be uh, six years, sometimes even 10 years younger than I was, well, you- which drove me. It pissed me off in 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 my twenties that people were like, "Well, you're you're like what seventeen? And I'm sitting here going, "I'm the oldest one here," you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm I'm twenty seven, not seventeen. Yeah, I and that's you know I mean now like now looking back you're like oh I had a baby face it's great that's awesome but I mean I definitely you know, see where you're coming from as far as, you know, if people don't think that you're even old enough to, you know, be where you are, that's, maybe that's why he liked you. Cause you, you no, know. not maybe. Not maybe. Um, I, I felt really gross because afterwards when I stepped away and reflected, I was like, I have dated a pedophile. We she waited until they were 18, though. Yeah, well, I think that's because uh, ass rape in jail doesn't sound too appealing. Well, you never know. You never know. Well, he did have a tramp stamp above his... 
And I can safely say, uh, because of my prior professional skill being massage therapy, uh-huh. with the many bodies that I've seen, um, cannot say that I've seen many um, men with that kind of a tattoo. I, I Well, being that I worked at a water park, I've seen plenty. Yeah, but at the time... Yeah, well, at the time... At the time, there was more women with that tattoo. Um, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Um, there was... I mean, like, I worked... I mean, I was... I was there, like, I worked... Maybe it's the class of people. Maybe people that had the the butt tattoos... Exactly. ...were not getting massaged. They were going into massage parlors. Yeah, they're going to the ones that had the red the prostitution, the, the rub and tug, heavy yeah, finish. The the, the the any place that had the neon uh, rose. Not the legitimate, it. not yeah. the legitimate massage professional. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, no, but it it really bugged me um, because he had said something about there was somebody that was in a porn that inspired that, and then um, another time. This is the part that cracked me up, too, looking back. Then it was somebody from a band, and I'm like, well, was it the porn, or was it the band? It was both. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I mean, it, it is... It always bugged me, because my whole thing is, unless you're taking it from that angle, who's going to appreciate that? True. You know? True. I mean, I can so, understand, like, if it was part of, like, if it was... Like that was the bottom part of a, a, a your 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 whole back piece, and you know, like it, it was like you know, it started there and it went. Yeah, up but your there's back. a reason they call it a tramp stamp, and I yeah. think that was part of the reason but that the saying, individual had it because it was our advertising promiscuity. Exactly, but at the same time, I'm just saying like the only reason that, in my opinion, that you should have like you know anybody. Male or female that should have anything right there is if it's part of you know your whole back piece because anybody that gets something right there it never were it never ends up looking right after like three or four years <laughs> it always looks warped and so um, well imagine now with age and wrinkles and everything changing weight I'm sure they've gone back and forth with their weight by now. I oh mean, yeah, yeah. It probably it probably looks like the McDonald's symbol. At this point. I used to joke that before I had children, I should have had a smiley face tattooed on my abdomen, so I could see what kind of expression would be on my belly. Now, three children later, that that that, that actually is. Now that I'm thinking about you it, know, I'm... wait, wait. I'm gonna text you the emoji. I think it would look like. Hang on, uh, let me find it. Uh oh, but um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, we, you and I have the same. Oh, there's a face. There. There's a face. Might look like that. Uh, are you? Well, I haven't gotten anything from you yet, so. Oh, all right. Well, I lied. All right, where's your lion? Okay, where is it at? I don't know. He. Anyway, I'm I almost have... said your name. You're recording. It, it, oh, come on. That's fine. 
There um, it is. It doesn't matter. There it is. Okay, here's <laughs> where's my emoji. This is the face. So before before I forget, I have to ask you that I've asked everybody I talk to um, this on uh, you know um, it's the podcast question. Okay. Um, you have now become famous, and a restaurant is uh, naming a sandwich after you. What is that sandwich going to be called, and what is on it? Okay. So there, I text you the two faces I think remotely it would look like. The sandwich, what would it be? Yes. And, and it, what? It, it could be any sandwich. I mean, like, obviously you could just be like, well, um, you know, it's a peanut butter jelly sandwich, but that's generic. I mean, like, it has to be, like, your sandwich. Like, it's a signature thing dedicated to me. Yeah, that you want. <clears throat> excuse me, that you would want someone to order, and then you know, just know that that's the only place they can get that sandwich, and you know what would be on it. Um, like uh, uh, you know, someone I know that would be, you know, they said they would take, um, you know, the the idea of uh, like a like a baguette dough. They would get a like a good like a good sausage. They put the um, the sausage in the dough, bake the bread. So it'd be like a a giant pig in a blanket. But they'd also have pickled onions and uh, mustard and, and cheeses inside of it. So it'd just hmm. be all encompassing. So you could walk down the road eating it without actually having it spill all over. That was their idea. Oh, so it's like okay, so it's like the breads where the ingredients are intermingled. Yeah, that was their idea. It's not- um, not an official sound that, that can be good but depending on where the shit lands it can burn well yeah um but as, as, so, as a, at the same you know and i i get that but i mean this is well, i'm sitting here debating whether my sandwich would be gluten-free or not because well, you know i don't want anybody left out but i also don't want to compromise flavor well, you can have, um, you can like a lot of restaurants have the gluten-free version but whatever you want because i mean like um, like my I'm trying to have... debate whether I should have it grilled or not because Easy. I really love. Have you had panini? Yeah, I make it like every... legit I'm... panini, not yeah. somebody trying to like somebody saying it's barbecue and all it is is something with sauce on it. It's not really barbecue. It's just something with sauce on it. Yeah. So that bugs me because people will say it's panini and it's like no, I've had a fucking panini. I had panini before it came over here. I had to wait 18 damn years before I could find a panini. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, you're talking to the guy that watches Food Network at least four days a week. Okay, so um. legitimate. So <laughs> I like I liked panini so much. We have a little grill that somebody gave us when we got married, and I still I still have it. Well, that's um, good. Yeah, I still have it. And uh, it collected dust for a long time because I got away from eating bread for a while. And I do this because my body doesn't like the amount of bread I would like to eat versus what I legitimately, uh, calorically, and for my digestion, I can eat is very different. Um, well, I think that, I, that's a, I think that's a lot of us that like if we could eat the amount of bread that we want to eat. It would be. Ridiculous. I would. I would eat it every day. I would eat it every day, but I cannot eat bread every day. Oh no! Uh, I have to. No. I have to save it and savor it. So that being said, I'm kind of inclined towards something that's grilled. 
Um, okay. Although I am a, I am one of my go-tos that I, I actually just had, one of my very favorites, and I don't know that it's so good that you couldn't get it anywhere. I, I, okay, I'm going to break this down. They're going to get two options, just like people that know me seem to get a variety with me. So um, you can, you're going to be able to have a, a, the grilled or the fresh, okay? Just like with me. Um, okay. So the grilled portion is going to have um, meat and cheese and veggie. Okay. You're going to get yeah, arugula. What, what kind of, what, you're going to get... We're going to get arugula and spinach and smoked Gouda and Havarti with okay. um, chevre. So like three kinds of cheese. And I've made this for myself and it's awesome. Okay. And, and, um, That's even better oh, what was that? Dry, made. dry salami, thin slice, dry salami. Are you talking about Not the, a fan of prosciutto. Are you talking about I like tried the prosciutto. Genoa? Like the Genoa? Uh, no, because that one was too fatty. It was the, the dry it was a dry salami. Okay. Um, the the Genoa was too fatty. I liked the saltier, peppery. It was. I want to say it was a peppered dry salami. Okay, I know exactly what you're and talking about. And a garlic, uh, garlic salt, uh, butter. Um, oh, and and uh, what are those fucking little balls called? Capers. Capers. Okay. And um, and salmon. Believe it or not, so salami, salmon. Three kinds of cheese, capers, arugula, and spinach. Okay. It's bomb. And then you've got uh, a dill garlic butter uh, with uh, parm romano <clears throat> blended in it. So when you toast it, you get that little crust. Yeah. You following? Uh, uh, yeah. My kids loved grilled cheeses the last time I made them because I like doing that. that uh, I told my husband, I said, this is a happy finish because it's got a nice... It's that little golden crispiness. It's not just the butter or just the parm, but you get that little bit in between where it's that salty, crispy. Anyway, that's that's the that's the melty, cheesy salmon and and salami okay. veggie melty side. Minus, minus the salmon because I don't do fish, but that everything else sounds delicious. And then um, my my fresh side because this is one of my spring. And summer, or so you could call it my seasonal options because the melty, I would not really dig as much in the spring and summer. It would be my go-to for fall and winter. And, but for summer, um, this one would be all veggie, uh, no meat, uh, uh, chevre. Again, I, I freaking love goat cheese, but an herbed, um, herbed, Chevre or even a berry. The berry chevre can be really good with um, sliced. And when I say sliced, I'm not talking about you can bite and hear it crunch. I'm talking about when they do the super thin slice where you can roll the cucumber. You know, it's like yeah. you see through it. So yeah. really super thin sliced cucumber and those those baby peppers, but not um, not long the not whole you know when the what is it called julienne when yeah. you chop them really thin so you've got the really nice color of the orange and red and and then the cheese and then sprouts 
and I love radish sprouts. Broccoli is good too. So is alfalfa, um, but like sprouts with the cheese. And then believe it or not, even with the herb chevre, if it's not berry, even with the herb chevre, you spread cranberry sauce uh, instead of like a mayo or something. Mm-hmm. Are we talking and, whole and, cranberry or are we talking the jellied? Whole. Okay. Whole cranberry. Okay. On the sandwich. If I was eating it off the sandwich, I would want it plain, but I want those little bursts of sweet that you get by having the yeah. jellied cranberry. I just have to ask. And, <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. And and then a dollop of of hummus because I'm a I'm a fan of of the hummus with the the sprouts and pickled asparagus. Okay. And these sandwiches I've made for myself. Okay, and, uh, and wh- what would you call them? I mean, ah. Would you just, I mean, because, I mean, you, you like. Now you're tapping into some of my side projects here. Um. Well, I mean, like, would you want to just, you know, just have it be called the, you know, I mean, because obviously it'd be kind of weird if I called it, you know, the, you know, the fresh jizzy sandwich. Oh, and there's so. hemp oil. I forget about that. I use hemp oil on my fresh croissant oh a little hemp oil with the sprouts i toss the sprouts with a little little hemp oil and chia i forgot to tell you that i gotta make you a sandwich sometime yeah some people like my food and some people don't because some of it they think is too healthy well i mean i i mean don't get me wrong i love healthy food but i also you know like i will also go buy a pound of beef jerky so um (laughs) oh have you tried buffalo jerky yes Oh, I, I have, I've tried, there's, or venison. Yep. Uh, venison, uh, buffalo, uh, you know, turkey, gator, frog. Yeah. We got the, we got the wild game pack. I, I got that for our family one year for Christmas. Yep. And, um, but it picks me off because there's some of them that actually have, um, most of it is game meat. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. When we moved. There was a place um, south. Oh, where was that at? It's a place called Stewart's Meats. Oh yeah, no, yeah, Stewart's. Yeah, that's... out in Roy. Is that Roy? It's it's McKenna, I believe. McKenna. Okay, thanks. Anyway, so... that place that place has free plug for Stewart's Meats. <laughs> that place has had the best um, game meats for a local. You know, to not order out, you know, from somewhere. Their, theirs has been, their elk and their venison is hands down some of the best, yeah. I think. I like their elk, but, and, their elk and their venison is good. Um, their standard, like just a regular, you know, um, pepperoni, like their jerky is really good. Their pepperoni mm-hmm. sticks Disclaimer, this is not vegan. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not, I mean, it's not really even healthy either. But uh, they're like their pepperoni sticks. Like if you want to go with that route, uh, oh, they're huge. Yeah, the pepper, the uh, butcher boys. Another plug for them. Um, I prefer theirs. Uh, the variety oh. I like better at Blue Max. Uh, Where's you, that? Um, on um, well, this is gonna sound weird because you know it's <laughs> this goes out to everybody, but it's on uh, Canyon, Canyon mm. Road. Um, there, there's also one, you know, they have two. Oh, Puyallup? Yeah. Puyallup or Tacoma? Uh, Puyallup, I guess. 
because Canyon is kind of both. I mean, yeah, Canyon goes into Coma and, and into Puyallup because it's on, I think it's on a boundary. Yeah, well, it it goes uh, north and south, so it's I guess it's a corner of ninety fourth and and. Uh, so anybody checking so. out your podcast, that's. Yes, go to ninety fourth, ninety fourth, and uh, in Canyon, there's a there's a meat market. It's a, uh, I get all my I get high quality meat there. If I'm just not being lazy and going to the local grocery store, um, <laughs> but, yeah. And Bass Bass Pro Shop had a selection that was yeah, but, medi- but mediocre. It it that had theirs had a lot of other stuff like pork and and beef mixed in. Yeah, but. Um, there's also, I believe, and now I have to double check that because I, I want to give you the correct information here. There's another place out in Tacoma, um, if I can remember here, um, do this, so, if I can remember, um, yeah, uh, Dave's Meat and Produce. Huh. Um, which is out in, what is that, like, North I Street in Tacoma. Um, huh. You can go to, it's, um, I believe it's, uh, if you just Google Dave's Meat Market Tacoma, it's Dave's Meat and Produce. Uh, you can definitely, they have some, like, their flavor profile is just really good. I don't go there enough just because it's, um, out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. for me. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of, I, as a purveyor and a huge, fan of jerky and pepperoni and sticks and all those things um there's certain places that have better food now if you want i like prepackaged stuff but i prefer oberto and then i'll drive to kent or um which is south of seattle if you don't know and they have an outlet store where you buy everything's about three dollars cheaper so you can get like you know, makes you 30 pounds heavier Exactly. That's why I go every single. But need this one and that one and this. I will say, Oboyoberto brand, the cocktail pep ends and pieces. Those bags of the ends and pieces. Yes. That is dangerous. (laughs) One of my absolute. If you know how people say, "Oh, I love cookies for the holiday," for me, having that little dish of meat. On the table with a, now they've got the cocherie platters. So a, I grew up yeah. calling it a freaking cheese tray, yeah, or the cheese board. Yeah, Okay, thank yeah. you. You can say a French word. Um, I can't. Sorry, I yeah. shouldn't be such an ass. I I lived there for two months, so I I, <laughs> I guess I I see how. Uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, not pompous. Um, Bougie. Well, that's another one. Uh, it, it just cracks me up how people will throw a word out there, and it's like, okay. I purposely throw out the words that, like, when it doesn't fit, like, uh, you know, like I will. Precocious. Eat, you know, that's what it is. I'll, I'll like I'll eat a taco with a pinky up and be like, oh look at me. Um, now it's fancy. Yeah. Oh, do you know why the pinky was held up? Uh, Do you know the reason for that? Because that was their Coke finger. Uh, kind of. So it started out with the aristocracy, ar- aristocracy, aristocracy, aristocracy. Um, 
Ooh, I'm Ar not even reading this. Ar That's Oxy? a speak goat. The Arakokatsi. Um, when they were doing the spice trade, the wealthy would use their pinky to dip their finger in and taste the flavor. So the practice became that while they were eating or indulging to not interfere with their tasting finger, it was held up. And what ended up happening is over time, it ended up being the pinky was held up when you sipped your tea or something like that. And that was one of the marks of wealthy practice. That, that, I was taught yeah. to do it as a child, as, as a etiquette thing. Yeah. Cause he wanted to be posh. No, I was taught that at home. Yeah. You my wanted, mother taught yeah. me to sip my tea with my pinky up. Yeah. Cause it was the posh thing to do. Not to be mistaken with baby scary or, um, or any of the other Spice Girls. Wow. Yes, I went there. Uh, you know, the only one that I tended to know the name was was Sporty Spice. And do you want to know why? Um, because she had a dance hit called I Dream of You. Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember Sporty Spice because when people would see me, that's yeah. often what they would say out at clubs was, I thought you were a sporty spice. I had people stop me. I had somebody put their hand on my shoulder in the bathroom three different times <laughs> during the era that they were famous <laughs> and say, hey. And I was like, hi. And when I turned around and they saw my face, they were like, oh, my gosh, I thought you were sporty spice. Where were you hanging out at that time? I mean, Seattle. Geez. Seattle. Dance clubs. Uh, see, I never, like, weird. Yeah. And some Tacoma dance clubs, but, yeah. And well, then, I, uh, I guess I didn't go to enough, like, real clubs. I just went to, like, the dirty You want to hear something funny? When I got into radio and somebody recognized me from, well, one person recognized me from the catwalk. Um <laughs> Um, another person recognized me from somewhere else and they thought I was a paid dancer. In fact, there was a stripper that I met when we were working at Funky Monkey. Not, that the, one saw we, me... not the one we were working with. Huh? Not the stripper that we were working with, a different one. Well, we worked with people in that job that had a variety of skill sets. Yeah, but uh... I'm, just, I'm just saying like we worked with a stripper, so. Well, that was a different a different person yeah and i what... teased them because you remember when we had what were they called the monkey girls or something like that they were paid like 50 dollars an hour do you remember that um i think so yeah so there was a few of those uh gals that had been hired during our promo uh stuff for some of the 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 different concerts that were coming through and festivals mm -hmm. anyway the monkey girls or whatever they were called. Um, one of them recognized me and she thought I was a paid dancer. I, I thought that was such a compliment. I took that as a huge compliment, especially from somebody that that's what she did for her, her profession. You know, she had a kid she was taking care of. And I asked her, I said, why don't you work for this? And then that's when I found out how much they made. She was like, I can work for your station wearing this and points to her very cleavage 
and tight pants. <laughs> her baby, what are they, those Daisy Duke shorts? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, she says, I can wear this and market your station with, I said, your amazing body. And she said, yeah, for $50 and you're paid, I was like, under $10 an hour. She says, or get paid like you. I said, and this is why you do what you do. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, I think I remember telling, telling management that I wanted to wear that outfit, those outfits. I remember hearing something about you wanting to wear that outfit and the looks on some of the folks' faces. Now you could have turned that into total shit show saying that they were messing with your gender identity. Yeah. But I mean, if it was, you could, you could have brought them over the coals nowadays for that. Exactly. But at the same time, like then it was, it was a little bit different, but like if I, if it was now uh, one, I would not, I would, you know, I wouldn't say I wanted to wear that just because I wouldn't feel You're going to remind me of that guy that was in Laugh or Die. Did you watch that where the guy had the ponytails and the... I forget his name. Uh, I, I, don't, I forget I his name. He pushes the boundaries so hard to the point that you're looking at him going, why did you just do that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you, you in that get up yeah, that would. I mean, the, like then, what's his name? I... Guy Fieri. You look like Guy Fieri in hot pants. It's not. <laughs> yeah, and the, the funny thing is, is Guy would probably wear that. You know, for the right, the right event, the right. You know, and there's there's some people that would love for him to do that. I mean, but at the same, time, I don't. Yeah. I don't think I want to see him in shorts that short though. You know, uh, there, those those Daisy shorts can only hold so much in. Yeah, yeah, I, and I, I agree with that. And the, but uh, you don't want to have to see the coin purse. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you never know. Some people might. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a crowd for everything. Yeah, but uh, I, mean, but I mean, like it's. <laughs> I mean, I just remember the the like I was. It became such a thing that, at the time, because I mean, it was not a normal thing, you know, for you know that. And then I like I joked about it, and then they're like, no, no. And then I, I started really. The reason it became such a big deal is because I was so adamant about it because they were so against it that I was like, this has to happen. Um. And I so, think for shits and giggles for the station, they really should have made an option, and he should yeah. now not be he who shall not be named that I was dating. <laughs> I bet would have worn the outfit just because he was so silly. Oh, he no. really had it. Yeah, he really had a great sense of humor. We did no, sometimes. We like it was um, it was a mutual idea that um, that I needed to, and then we had discussed it with our direct manager at the time and she thought it was a great idea. It just, we couldn't get it approved. Um, because, um, you, you just, I mean, if you think, I mean, all in all at that time, it probably wouldn't not have been received well at that time. Nowadays it, people would be, you know, more cheering and more accepted and, you know, really, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to be very blunt. 
I think the powers that be that were making the decisions for money for that radio station mm-hmm. did not. They had a they had a market grasp from a paper perspective, but they did not have the market grasp from the ground perspective. And I believe our ground perspective knew that our client base or our listener base, the the revenue generating audience would have ate that up. Um, there, there's people that might have been offended, yeah. but there would have been fewer that were offended and more that were amused by it. I think so we could yeah. have opened a whole campaign with it, just like Chive has their Chive girls and all of that. We could have created a whole freaking thing with people posting pictures of themselves, male, female, whatever they identified as, and done a whole thing like for right now with Pride Month. But, but see, this is one of the things that it, yeah, but it's a different time. There wasn't forward thinking yeah at times with that station. They thought uh, old they, school. They there wasn't there at that time. There wasn't even thinking half the time. So, um, it, no, they wanted to make money. Yeah, they were but not. They, but it was. They I'm were saying, not listening to what the public asked for, though. I don't. I don't think they wanted. I don't think the public was asking for me in hot pants. That's the. Um, I think they would have. Uh, it would have been like goatsy, and yeah. been one of those things that you can't unsee. Yeah, and then I would have wished I would have unseen it, and yeah. So. But then you would have been immortalized as. Weren't you that guy? <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> so now, do you feel so bad that you didn't? Uh, I feel bad because, like, it, at the time, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would have, you know, it's it, it's one of those opportunities that I'm glad that I did not that did not happen. But at the same time, it's one of those opportunities that should I should have done. Like, well, it, it's a regret thing. that I would not care about, like, oh, whatever. I, I'm not going to care about regret. You know, like, it would be like, it was probably shouldn't have, or I kind of wish, because, like, the amount of people that would actually recognize me are far and few between. Um, but at the same time, it should, it would have been hilarious and it would have been fun. And I would have. Well, that's all it was about. Yeah, and but at the same time, being remembered as that guy with that outfit, I don't know. Um, I don't know if, you know, no matter how much money I made, I don't know if that would be really something that I would want to be um, immortalized, you know, out there. As far mm-hmm. as, you know, I mean, it's for everybody's sake, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. But... I just realized I forgot two things. I forgot to put jalapenos or some kind of spicy pepper on my panini. Okay. Because that normally would be on there. And I forget to tell you my names. Okay. What what, what did you decide to name your sandwiches? So my sandwiches. Uh Uh-huh. Um... I just realized we moved on and I was looking at the time. I was like, he's going to have to wrap up here because we seriously digressed back in the radio land. Oh, yeah. Put people to sleep. I hope your nap time has been enjoyable. 
Hey, you know, you know what though? If if we get two people to listen to this, that's fine. I really don't care. Um, I'm doing this just for, um, in my opinion, two hundred. What? Two hundred thousand people to listen? No, my two people. Um, two. I think Man, I, I think I'm up to seven people. Listening. Yeah, because I don't. You're gonna I don't, lose your sponsorship. I have zero sponsorship. See, um, that's why. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. I would love to be sponsored but like truth be told I would love to be sponsored by like a random company like like Battle Box or Dude, you just going you just gear. mentioned how many meat companies. I mean, you could be you could be sampling pepperoni for 6 months. Come on. Um, I don't need to tell you this. This is what I specialized in. Come on. What sampling pepperoni? <laughs> nice segue. Nice. Um <laughs> No, getting sponsorship and underwriting. Hell, it's what I do with the nonprofits I help with now. Yeah, um, it, it's it's like as far as getting you know, like but I would like to be like you know, like honestly, like like I would like to be sponsored by something random, like like um like Olight flashlights and case pocket knives or something random like that. Um, well, then make it happen. Reach out. No, I one I don't have I don't have like you got to have like enough followers. I've already talked to them about it, and they said once I hit X amount of people listening, then they'll they'll sponsor me. Um, there you go. Well, then set your sights on that two hundred thousand listeners. Yeah, I, I'm 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 more of working right now and working on getting a paycheck first because uh, as much as I love getting free flashlights in the mail. Um, well, if you had that many people, and then you you know did some kind of featured thing that could generate revenue yeah but it takes the like i'm more of looking at short term at the point in time uh, uh okay be, because um as much as like i love my current job which i'm gonna leave, you know leave that out of it but my no that's fine my current job um it, it has uh allowed me to burn myself out and i find myself not you know excelling as much as I want to, and so uh, plus it's like super part time. It's like literally. How many of you out there are you know, burnt out? Um, probably a lot how from our conversation, but uh, <laughs> it's you gotta rekindle that spark. Yeah, well, I mean, figure uh, this is my third year doing it, and um, only three. Thirty years, yeah. I've only been there for, well since two thousand twenty. So, you know, shit. 20. I thought you were gonna say thirty. What my, my job? Thirtieth year. I was waiting for thirtieth year. No, this is like 30. damn. Now you're tired. You've been doing it so long. Yeah, but doing what I do, uh, three years with with no, like there's no um, there's no growth. <laughs> in the company. Disclaimer, anybody yeah. from his work listening to this. Oh, they know. 100%. Uh, and there's only one person. The opinions of those listen. in the podcast do not reflect the opinion. And that's why I'm leaving the name out of it. But I mean, there's only one person I know that listens to this that I work with. And she completely agrees with me. And, uh, you know, but I mean, it's, there's, there's only a certain... This is why we have team building exercises. And I am my uh, well, growth the, and expansion yeah. discussions. Um, that would be great. Other than I am my team. Well, how about that? There is an I in team. Yes, there is no we in team. There's no me in team. 
There's no Tam in team. It's just me. That is it. No, there is a me in team because it's T-E-A-M. And you can take the M and the E and put them together. And then there is a me. And and you can even get smart ass and be like, there is a me in team because there is a letter A also. Well, you can uh, get you can me. if you want to get graphically, there is an I in team because the little uh, the dot in the middle of the uh, A and the line underneath the A where it separates out the negative area creates an, the letter I. So therefore, the there illusion is a I. I. Yes. Yes. But, the illusion um, of I. <laughs> But no, it's just you know. There's this is a, deep shit. Keep following. Um, what I was gonna say though, there's like basically to give you an idea of simple the Whatever simple terms. I like I am making a grilled cheese sandwich for my work <gasps> and putting it in in terms that we all understand. You love grilled cheese. You've sent me pictures of grilled cheese. We won't go down that. That's a whole other conversation. You use grilled cheese in analogies about body parts. Yes. But so scarred me mentally with your pictures. But there's only so many. But you're ways making grilled you, cheese. There's only so many ways that you can make. If you have to do a grilled cheese a different way, that it cannot be a grilled cheese with meat. It cannot be a grilled cheese with vegetables. It's just a grilled cheese. There's only so many ways that you can make that grilled cheese. Yeah, inside out really sucks. I tried it. It um, doesn't work well. Well, it depends on it. No, don't get me wrong. If you take a grilled cheese, a standard grilled cheese, and then you put a thinly sliced cheddar cheese over the top of it, and then you use like a Foreman grill or a Panini grill, you'll get a nice thick, uh, like crispy piece of cheese crust on top of that top piece of bread. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you can do those things, but that's one time. And you figure if you're doing it for 180, you know, times. Yeah, you That's lose it. like there's there's only so many times you can do it a certain way, and you you know, and that's where I'm at. Like I find myself making you know grammatical errors and stuff like that, and so that you know I'm burnt out. So, you know that's that's my my gripe of the day is I've burnt myself out, and um, they just need to you know maybe hire somebody else. All right. But. My melty sandwich. Yes. Is the melty. The melty? Like M-E-L-T-Y or M-L-E-T-I-M-E-L and then space T-I so it looks like a name? No, a T with three E's. Oh. Like M-E-L-T-E-E-E. Yeah, melty. Okay. Okay. I, I, you know, we, you can always go super silly and call it the Melty's Falcon. That there's no bird in it. So? Who cares? It's your okay, sandwich. My, my chatting time has ended. My dog has woke from his nap. And if I do not move in the next two minutes i'm gonna have a puddle of urine on the floor because he's not fully house broke yet well um so the veggie croissant is jesse's veggie croissant okay i'll leave that one alone and um i let you go talk to your uh, and take care of your your puppy i'm not feeling particularly uh 
colorful with names at the moment as my well, dog we, has woke up. I had something in my brain to say and I forgot. So we, we can revisit this next time. How about that? Or something more lively. So yeah. we don't put everybody to sleep. I mean, unless this podcast is listed in the uh, ambient and go to sleep category. It's listed as is comedic and it's called broken thoughts. So broken thoughts. Yeah. So, so it's, it works. It, it can works. put people to sleep. Exactly. So anyway, I appreciate you uh, hanging out with me. Uh, we, we went twice as long as I thought we were going to. Well, you either have a really long podcast or you can break this up into a couple segments. I exactly. I, I might split it up. So who knows? Um, and um, I, I so just for edit to... outtakes, thank you so much. And welcome to part one. Or part two. Uh, or part Welcome three. to part two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but either there way. There you go. Either now way, you, thank you. you. Chop those up. And I will, uh, I will uh, talk to you later. I'm going to leave Alrighty. all this in. Take I'm, care. I'm leaving all this in. I'm leaving it all You're in. You're leaving it all in. Yes. All in. Yes. Okay. Go all take right. care of puppy. I will talk to you later. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> I don't want to have to clean stinky, stinky stain. All right. Take care. Okay. Thanks for the chat. Thanks for the, the retro. Yes, it was fun History. going down memory lane. <laughs> All right.